Okay, welcome to the podcast. Um, we talk about sustainability and uh, responsible travel. And we touch on organizations and people that are doing the right thing. Um, I have been speaking with Wiebe Wacker, a sustainable adventurer. And Wiebe is traveling at the moment uh, to the UAE. He does so over land from the Netherlands. It's a 10-day journey crossing nine countries. He does so mainly by train, but also bus and Very. Now, I have to admit, I got his name totally wrong the first few uploads uh, to YouTube, um, where you can see the interview. Um, but now, um, the right name, uh, the right interview, also on the podcast. So I asked him, why is he doing it? How much does it cost him? And what will be the difference to the environment as opposed to flying? And I asked him more. So without further ado, here's the podcast with Wiebe Wacker while he was still in the Netherlands. So uh, Sustainable Adventure, is that the name of your book as well? Uh, or uh, I don't have a title for my book yet. Okay. I have to come up come up with something. Um, but, it, but it could be, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, a title is really hard to think. Writing is quite easy, but finding the right title is... Uh, It's a different thing. Fair enough. And yeah. I, I just saw on, on, on LinkedIn, obviously, you're going to travel to the UAE and um, you're going to do so yeah. by train. And this is not the first time uh, that you do this. You also uh, drove an yeah. electric car as well to Australia, or am I wrong? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was also uh, that was my uh, my graduation project actually at, uh, at university. Okay. And um, yeah, so it was back in 2016. I challenged myself to drive without money and in an electric car to uh, the other side of the world. And I, I said everyone that, that it was to promote sustainability and to uh, yeah, research sustainable initiatives. I, I visited along the way, uh, but it actually started a bit as more like uh, me having no money, wanting to go on an adventure. So kind of I kind of came up with the sustainability team to create value for people to to go support me so it was more like a, a higher purpose linked to my desire to go on an adventure honestly speaking but then yeah I started to I work I, I mean I really I worked on that really hard to to achieve that so in every countries where I came I visited sustainable initiatives and worked really hard to um, promote sustainability and that went really well and as How further I came, uh, the more attention I received, and uh, I started to have like really impact and everything. So I really changed from being like this bit of a crazy student to being more like serious promoter and caring about uh, environmental issues. And um, yeah, so to drive or to manage to to reach Sydney, I asked people to to plug me in with uh, energy. So I set up a website, plugmeinproject.com. And on this website, people could select their location on a map and then offer me a meal, place of sleep, or electricity for the car. And based on these offers, the route was determined. So every week I would look on a map, see what's offered nearby, and then basically travel from, from plug to plug. So I really like didn't go quite in a straight line to Australia, but really went crisscross around the world from the Netherlands to Italy, to Italy, to the top of Scandinavia, and then to Eastern Europe. Uh, Middle East, India, Southeast Asia. Eventually spent uh, yeah, over three and a half years driving through 34 countries and 100,000k on, uh, yeah, fully on, electric on electricity, wow. which was uh, yeah, a little adventure. 
Yeah. It's, it's, it sounds absolutely brilliant. Obviously, it's, it's overland travel. Mm. Uh, I really like that. And it's an electrical car, which is really, really topical, first of all. But it's also, you know, it's the future as well. And um, I think yeah. personally it will make a big difference. What you're doing right now, what you're going to do, it says next month, but somehow I have the feeling uh -huh. it might be postponed a little bit there. Um, uh, going to, to the UAE um, yeah, by I train. Yeah, I hope so. I think. Yeah, yeah going to the UAE by train. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I'm already starting 3rd of Jan. Uh, don't, oh, I, I think it can be postponed if it's, it's either go or, or no go. So I'm really hoping that uh, Omicron doesn't, uh, uh, yeah, becomes a big of a, too big of a problem. Uh, but yeah, so about that uh, road trip I was just talking about from Nellis Australia. Uh, yeah, I still still give presentations about that. So obviously it was a long adventure, a very interesting adventure, and I learned some interesting things, not just about sustainability or electric mobility, but mostly about uh, yeah people who, who helped me out. It was for me the most interesting part that uh, everywhere in the world I came, I received help from locals, even when back home they said like, uh, Riba, you're, you're never going to make it to Australia because you're not going to, to make it because people are not going to help you out, they said. They said, well, you make it, maybe you make it through Europe. But wait until you come like countries like Turkey or Iran or India. They said like people are not so nice over there. They're, they're not going to help you out. They're, they steal from you. Your car will get stolen. But all of this turned out to be definitely not true. And actually in Asia, it was more way more easy to travel around and found yeah, that part of my trip the most value part actually that everywhere came regardless of like social status, religion, um, uh, uh, the skin color, just people, people help me out. And that's one of my biggest lessons. And that's, so I use my whole trip as a metaphor to talk about these kind of things. So I've been asked by the Dutch Ministry of uh, Foreign Affairs to give a presentation about that at the uh, Dubai Expo, which is like, um, uh, yeah, a huge fair, which takes place every five years, somewhere around the world. Uh, uh, 100 years ago, it was in, in Paris, and then they made the Eiffel Tower, especially for, for this event. So it's really a huge thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I want to I want to walk the talk. And so I don't want to, it, it makes no sense to me to fly to another country to speak about the trip I did to promote sustainability. And also I want yeah, to do my bit to also in my daily life to lower my emissions. So that all also means travel. And that also means that if I have to, yeah, take 10 days to get somewhere uh, by land, I will, I will do that. And, I, and I'm happy to do it because it's a lot of adventure. It's, I know I'm going to meet a lot of people. I'm going to see new, new things. I'm uh, looking forward to see like the landscape, like gradually changing into do some, do something new. So I'm leaving on the gen 3rd of January already. 3rd of January. Uh, taking yeah. the train. Yeah. So that's already in less than two weeks. All right. Um, yeah, it's mostly by train. Normally, you uh, can drive basically to all the way to the Persian Gulf completely by train. But now, because of uh, Corona, a two trains are not going. Okay. So I will take uh, the train from Amsterdam to Vienna. Uh, from there, I take the night train to Bucharest, and from there, I have to hop on a bus to uh, to Istanbul to Turkey, and then from Turkey, it's all the way with the train. Uh, to the east of Turkey, um, especially that train ride is supposed to be really amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, you, yeah, you go to the east of Turkey, which is very beautiful. And uh, from there, I have to take a bus across the Iranian border and then take a train 
from the border via Tehran, the capital, to the Persian Gulf. And from there, I take a ferry across the Persian Gulf and then arrive in uh, in Dubai. Wow. A few hours later. How long uh, is it going to take you? Uh, ten days. Ten days. Yeah. Journey. Yeah. And how much is it going to cost like you? Included, uh, uh, it cost me 400 euro, 400 which euro? I thought was not, yeah, 400 euro, which I thought was not that expensive. Huh? I thought I, I expected it will be more expensive um, compared to a flight ticket. Uh, uh, the cheapest flight I could find was about 170 euros, a direct flight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a bit more than double, but I think it was, yeah, it was was all right. And um yeah, there was some for example, the, the train to Turkey I mentioned is uh it's uh, a 22 hours ride, I believe, and it costs uh three euro fifty okay. for the for the whole ride. And uh, there was also a sleeper cabin available which would have cost seven euros for the whole night, which is yeah, it's, it's a bargain. very cheap. Yeah, I was really yeah, it's really a bargain. So yeah. I was really surprised about it. And uh also in Iran, it's a bit cheaper compared to Europe. And, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, so it's double the price, but obviously it's more about the journey and then getting to the destination um, immediately, which which I understand because I did quite a lot of uh, slow travel myself, as you probably have seen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but um, I'm, I'm just wondering how, how you, you bought all the tickets already, all the train tickets, or are you going to do that as you go along? Or did you plan it? Um, I saw something about um, seat 61, which is obviously a very good site uh, to, uh, to use. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have most of my tickets uh, from now on. From now, I have them all the way to the east of Turkey. Those tickets are already bought. Um, the tickets for Iran, they're not available yet because they uh, uh, switched to a new time uh, schedule um, today. So I have to check after this interview to see what's the status there. And then I hope I can, uh, can buy uh, my tickets. Yeah. But for most of them, it was very easy. I just uh, could buy them online. Okay. And uh, are they flexible tickets, or are because obviously with with, with obviously COVID going yeah. around, uh, if you miss one train, does it mean you miss all the trains, or how does that work? Yeah, <coughs> yeah, that's a bit of a problem. That's a bit of the the challenge about this trip. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I planned I planned the whole trip, and I took into account uh, two days of uh, extra extra days. If there are any issues, if I miss a train, for example, but it's still it's very it's very tight. Yeah. So I I cannot afford too much delay. And uh, those tra- the tickets I I don't think they are flexible. Um, so if something goes wrong, I have to buy a new new ticket probably. Right. Well, um, it's for three, so three euros fifty doesn't really make that much of a difference in some places. For Turkey, no, it's it's not a problem. Uh-huh. And so the most expensive ones were for Europe, and yeah, I don't expect that in Europe. Uh, uh, I will have that much problems. Right. I think it will, will go smooth. So yeah. if, if you're living on the 3rd of January and there's a lockdown to the 14th, yeah. how does that work? Mm. You just leave? Yeah, yeah. it's it's al- yeah, I just leave. I mean, it's it's um, uh, it's allowed to travel right now. Uh, also, uh, the minister said to the press conference, like like if you want to go on a holiday or want to go travel, you you can, but just be aware of the of the local rules. Um, and also, I, I I don't go to countries which are like a red zone or anything. So it's, yeah, 
uh, I think it's I think it's okay to to do it now, and yeah. if you just do it cautiously, then it should be fine. Yeah, yeah fair, fair enough. And and obviously, there's a difference for the environment as well. If you travel, you do slow mm-hmm. travel by train or opposed to flying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. what is the difference? Uh, can you explain a little bit about that? Or? Sure. Yeah. So I calculated that with my journey by land, I emit about uh, 400 kilogram of uh, of CO2. And I tried to calculate it very spe- specifically. So I took in account that, that for, uh, for example, uh, the difference with a train that drives on electricity versus a train uh, that is diesel powered, because the train rides in Turkey and Iran are, are diesel powered. And then I also have like a ferry journey across the Gulf, which is, of course, which was the most uh, polluting one, but it was a sh- uh, relatively short uh, distance, about 180 kilometers, I believe. So then uh, it, it added up in total to 400, uh, 400 or 450 kg of, of CO2. Um, compared to a plane, a direct uh, plane economy seat, Amsterdam, Dubai. Um, there are some different calculate. There are a lot of different tools to calculate your emissions, but it ended up somewhere between 800 and 1100 kilogram. So I calculated uh, with that I save about of half to uh, 75% of of emissions. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, Obviously, it takes a long time. I mean, it. it yeah, it takes a long time, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, it's, I don't also. It's not. I don't want to make the point that this this is the right way to do it. I mean, I understand that for people taking ten days to go there and ten days to go back mm-hmm. for a business trip, it's just it's not possible. It's just not efficient enough. Um, so I more want to make a point that we uh, like should reconsider uh, the way. How we how we travel because obviously also uh, taking a plane for one presentation is also not not a, not the right way. And so I think I want to just want to make people more aware of the um, yeah the impact they have on the environment by making a trip and yeah we consider if they need a train and if there are not like better alternatives uh, this which can be like not going at all for a business trip. I mean you can do it can do it on Zoom or like we do now. Uh, in the same way, or like if you go on a holiday or, or, or a journey, for example, um, like when I was young, I always wanted to go very far. I wanted to fly to Asia to discover new cultures, uh, see something different. Um, but when I wrote down what I actually want to achieve, like so that's adventure, new culture, stuff like that, I discovered that you can also do it uh, with a train ride. Like it takes uh, you can get to Iran in two and a half days, which I thought was pretty pretty soon. And then you're like in a really different world, different culture. And that proved to me that you yeah, don't need to fly very far to, to achieve what you want to do on a, on a holiday. So that's a bit of the point I'm, I'm trying to make. Um, obviously, there are also some other emissions when you go uh, on a land journey because you I have to sleep in... Uh, a guest house for two nights, so yeah, that's a bit more envi- uh, has a bit more impact on the environment than when you would stay at home. And also, I probably have to take some uh, uh, like some quick meals sometimes, which has a bigger impact. There were some people who played who complained about that. Yeah, I saw that. I saw LinkedIn, that. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. There were 
people said the craziest things. People, so, so there was even one guy who said, um, did you also take in account the extra emissions you have when you use Wi-Fi on the, on the train? Which I thought was a bit <laughs> yeah. too uh, too much. I mean, that I think that won't like come. It won't add up to coming near to like, the emissions of a of a plane. Um, but it was very interesting to see what people had to say about uh, yeah my my trip. Yeah, my trip. it was one of my questions really. Yeah, I, I, I saw the I saw the comments. I thought it were totally ridiculous and i think it's more yeah. a point as well yeah. that you're saying like well i don't know if it is your point but uh, for me it would be like you can take a train as well you don't have to fly somewhere because if you fly you know you have to go to the airport which takes time you have to wait for the airplane exactly. and, uh, yeah. right now there's a lot of controls as well so it will just take yeah. as much if you're flying from here to amsterdam for example you take a train it takes about the same time anyway it, at the moment it's just more expensive and yeah that's not that right. And for yeah. you, it's more expensive as well. And I hope they will change that in the future. Exactly. But just setting an yeah. example is, is, is absolutely um, fantastic, I, mm. I think. Um, the question I have as well, if obviously you do a speech in Dubai, I know what, what it's going to be about right now, obviously. But um, if something happens on your trip, if you have a delay, yeah. if the train doesn't go, and that means you miss the next train as well, obviously. Um, you still yeah, need to do that, that that chat. You still need to chat in Dubai. Are you going to fly the rest of the trip at that point, or are you going to do it in a different way? Um, yeah, really. Well, of course, my first option will be to see if I can do it without flying. Um, uh, if I can hop on another train, or maybe if I can uh, hitchhike with, with with a passerby to to the place where I had to go. <laughs> but uh, if that's not possible, then I think yeah, then I have to. I have to take the plane uh, because I really, yeah, I need to attend those events. I'm, I'm speaking at more events over there, so yeah, missing that. Uh, no yeah, I cannot. Yeah, uh, yeah there's no day. I didn't yeah, think about hitchhiking. So, actually, that's hitchhiking is actually a very good option to get somewhere pretty quick as well. Yeah. I must say, it's not a bad idea at all. I've done it all over the world as well, and it's actually. In some of the countries, especially in 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 in, um, in the Middle East, uh, might be easier, as a matter of fact, than in Europe and in the Western countries. I think at the moment. Yeah, yeah, maybe too. Yeah, I think like the hospitality and uh, the way how we, they receive guests over there is very much higher than 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 in Europe. Much, so much, I think much if you're better, next I think. to the road and you put your thumb up, you will find somebody will. Will definitely stop quite quite quickly. Yeah, and I think they yeah. really appreciate so, that you're going to these countries as well. Um, so they will be very happy to give you a ride if you get stuck. Just so you know, but you know that. They yeah. Are, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, obviously, when you went to um, to Australia, you you mentioned already uh, you set up a website for places to stay. This time you say you're going to sleep in two um, two guest houses. The rest you sleep uh, on the train, or how do we see that? Yeah, mostly I'm I'm on a train. I mostly have uh, have overnight trains. Okay. Um, so then I just uh, I think the first time I have to sleep somewhere is in the east of Turkey. Uh, so all the way from Amsterdam to Europe every night. Uh, from Amsterdam to the east of like the border with Turkey and Iran every night I'm sleeping on a on a train. Uh, but there for the first night I. Uh, yeah, I have, to do it, uh, I have to sleep somewhere else. So that, that night I'm staying in a hotel. And the next day I calculated for like errors. So, and in, I've been in Iran before 
and I met a lot of people over there. So I will be staying with uh, locals and people who I already met during my my first trip. So uh, it will be really nice to see those people again because I've been stayed in touch with them since I was there in 2016. Right. And uh, yeah, so it'll be good. Oh, it's brilliant. It's been brilliant. And you're going to put this in your book as well, basically. This trip is going to be part of your uh, book or is the um, book just about the trip no, to this, Yeah, my book basically. will really be about the trip to Australia. Right. And uh, yeah, people already asked me, are you going to write a book about this? And I don't know. I'm going to make a lot of notes and um see what happens yeah if it's interesting enough um, I, i might consider doing doing another one but yeah i still i first want to finish that first book before i would start thinking about uh, a new fair, one. Fair, but, enough, yeah. fair enough is there yes. is there by, by the way do you have uh, a website already at the moment um for this trip or uh yeah yeah so it's just my it's still my website about my road trip which is plugmeinproject.com and um i'm not going to blog but on the website you can find links to my social media channels uh, which I will use to, to cover this, this trip. Okay, that was the podcast with Wiebe Wacker. Um, he should be um, in the UAE by now and um, speaking at the Dubai Expo um, over the next few days, I reckon. Now, you can find more information, latest news um, on sustainable.news and on YouTube as well. I have a channel there and you've been listening to Peter, Peter de Vries, and I really appreciate you doing so. And don't forget to tune in next time. <laughs>